Match day live extra from Molyneux where Wolves were beaten by five goals to one by the league leaders and likely champions of the Premier League. Kevin De Bruyne scored four of them. Raheem Sterling added the fifth. Leander Dendonka had got one for Wolves in a quite bizarre, frantic first half, really, that saw Wolves applauded off despite trailing by three goals to one. They did have good chances throughout the game. It wasn't a poor performance by any stretch, but up against a team who are simply a class above, maybe two steps above, if we're being perfectly honest. And, and that's the situation to which we find ourselves in. Andy Thompson and Dave Edwards watching alongside myself, Mikey Burrows, here at Molyneux tonight. You've both seen and being a part of Wolves getting beaten heavily at times. It's frustrating, it's disappointing, and yet there were some positives to come from the game. Yeah, I think you've just got to, when you come up against Man City, you've got to be realistic about um, the way that things have went. So, look, um, again, you've, you've come up against an exceptional team. You, you've come up against the team that are going to win the league. Um, I would be very surprised if they didn't. But say so you just look at the quality all around the the pitch and the way that they play, the way they move the ball, uh, they make it look so easy. So look, De Bruyne, so look, was just strolled through the game as he went on. So look, got those four goals. He could have had more at the woodwork with that last one just at the end there. But it just shows you the, the difference in what you've got to do to try and compete with these teams uh, in the Premier League. So look, your Liverpool and your Man Cities, and look, we're finishing. We're eighth in the league at the moment. And it just shows you the gulf that's between them, Salah. But, again, we're still seeing glimpses tonight of, of what we can do. But it's just about being that little bit more positive and confident uh, in your play. It's funny, isn't it, Dave Edwards? Because you, you, kinda, you don't quite know how to take it. Because many people will look at the scoreline and say, Wolves were thrashed. And in kind of they were, in a, in, a, in a sense. But there is that caveat that Manchester City are the best team in the league. To have a chance of beating Man City, they have to have an off day and Wolves have to be at their absolute best. And you could tell in the first five minutes that Man City were not going to have an off day. They they looked up for it, their passing was crisp, their movement was brilliant. And obviously of them having no other trophies to play for and still having to pick up wins to get this league title, it was always, always going to be difficult. And, and Man City were levels and levels and levels above Wolves tonight. But... What you will say is Wolves had a right go. They did. They, they tried to attack when they could. They played on the front foot, overcommitted at times when pressed, and that's when they kind of got undone. But no one can question. You prefer them to lose 5-1 and have a real good go than to lose 2-0 and not get out of their half-all game. Um, and I think the fans appreciate that. You can tell with the reaction at the end. You just need Wolves to do that sort of performance with that sort of intensity against the teams who are eighth and down. And, and they'll pick up a lot more wins. The problem is, is when they do play those lower teams, they can't match that intensity that they, that they played at tonight. But as the situation stands, it's back-to-back -back home games where fans have been pouring out minutes before the end. And, and that will, there will be a huge amount of frustration. Uh, you know, there, there were plenty of spare seats in the Graham Hughes stand tonight. It's there, isn't it, that we are not seeing some of the better performances that this team provides. No, we're not. And so, look, and, um, like I said, the games before this, so look, down here against Brighton, um, like I said, there was about 15, 20 minutes left and half the crowd had gone. Um, and look, so, I think, as I've said this uh, a couple of weeks ago, that they need to start to have a look um, 
about what they're going to do in the summer, about recruiting, about what they're going to bring into the club, um, uh, what they're going to do with the players that are here, because I know that some players are out of contract or coming towards it, and looks like you've got some big players here as well. But again, it's, it's pre-season or the close season is going to be a big time for Wolves. I think it's the first time that he's, he's actually got something where he's not in the fair play um, or tied his hands with the fair play rule anymore. Uh, we can go out there and have a look. I know they're not going to spend an absolute fortune, but it's been right and doing and getting the right yeah, people it's in. A, it's not, yeah, like I've said to you before. Listen, if people think Wolves are going to go out and spend hundred oh, no. million quid, I don't think so. it ain't going to happen. The the, you know, the only chance that they can do that is if they sell players, and the likelihood is that the most sellable asset they have right now is Ruben Neves. Yeah. We might have to accept that that's going to happen to rebuild the team. And it maybe feels like, and this is one for the two of you to discuss, and we'll do this a lot more in the coming games to come towards the end of the season, but are we witnessing now the end of a cycle? All teams go through it, and maybe it's time for a little bit of a a revamp and a rebuild, taking nothing away from what they've achieved this season, Dave Edwards, but are we seeing the end of the likes of Jean Martino coming off tonight, Raul Jimenez maybe? that we need fresh blood into this squad. Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head. It, it does seem like a cycle's coming to the end. Sort of Nuno's era is, is really closing in now. Um, and tonight, Wolves really, really lack some quality options. When Wolves need to make a change, th- there's nothing in that squad which is really going to come on and make a huge impact in the game. They are light in quality. And this is the first time I've ever said this because I, th- I think Ruben Neves is indispensable to this football club. I think he is the, one of the best players we, we've ever had. Um, and I think we, we, we build a team around him. But if the only way we can bring in more quality in terms of numbers, not just one player, bring in three, four, five qu- good quality players, is by selling Ruben Neves for 60, 70 million, then they might just have to do that. Yeah, I'll just think they'll sell like as long as we get the right money for him. So that's what it's all about, making sure if we are getting the right money for him that we bring in those quality players. Now, I agree with you that the, that probably Nuno era has gone where where we had Cavaleros, you had Costas coming in who we thought and Neves coming in and we're thinking unbelievable Jota. And you just look at those four players just coming into this club. I think that we need something like that coming into the club again. Uh, they need to have a look at it. So look, again, if you look... I don't want Nevers to go, um, but if he's going to allow us then to strengthen the squad by buying the, the, the two, three, four, maybe five players for uh, to come into the club, then rightfully so. But it's, look, say, at a football club, it's all about a, a cycle that people go through and about strengthening and making. I know things have got to swap around and mm. I know things have got to happen. And, and But that's just the way that football clubs are run. So yeah. at the end of the day, people come and go. And and that's what the t- if you're going to pre- if you're going to start to drive forward. And uh, yeah, there might be a scenario where Ruben never stays, and I hand on heart genuinely hope that he does. The the chances are though that it won't be with Jean Martino uh, alongside him again for another year. There's still an opportunity for that, but again, maybe it feels like it's time to move on from them as a partnership and if you can build it around Neves and, and hang on to him, persuade him yep. to stay a part of the project then great, it also frees up money if Romain Saiz is going to move on You know, again the question mark about the forward areas because undoubtedly Wolves have to find a way to score more goals and and they're going to need to have But that don't just come from your striker mm. so that's got to come from the supply as well 
So, like, you, you've got to look at what kind of uh, supply uh, you're going to have going into the box to actually give you, your, your centre-forwards or your strikers an opportunity to, to score or to push on. And, that, and that's been the biggest thing. So, look, to make sure that we, we do progress, making sure that we do bring in players that are going to do it. But inevitably, we've got to start to score more goals. We, ne we never has it. I've said this before. We've never have in this division anyway. We've never been massive goal scorers. Uh, but what we have done, we've kept we've kept teams out. We've we've stopped people from scoring goals. And look, you've got to stay with the. If you're going to stay in this league, if you're going to progress in this league, you've got to maintain or, or stay with the people that are in here. And you've got to keep progressing. Uh, and you can't stand still. And maybe it's a time that we start to have a look at fresh blood coming into the club. Uh, yeah, listen, it's it's hard, isn't it? Because we're talking about this after a tough defeat to take but it you know you, we've seen the signs i guess and like i say football comes it does come in cycles but as part of that as well you know we're not suggesting to throw everything out about what's good about this team because no. there are some brighter elements in there we talked a little bit about chiquinho's performance tonight i thought pedro neto looked like he's beginning to get back to the player that he was he played his part in leander dendonka's goal yeah, i just think it feels like there's just a little bit of stagnation for the first time since since Nuno came in, really. And it does feel like there needs to be a change. And it's not a change of just adding one or two and one or two leaving. It feels like it needs to be maybe four, five, six players coming in. They're, they're going to need, regardless if Neves and Martino stay, they need more midfielders. They need more quality in the middle of the pitch because to keep to ask them to to go again for another season's a big ask. Especially obviously Jair Martino, but if if, ne if we're going to build a team around Neves, he needs good or better players around him. Need a number nine that they're crying out for. Fortunately, Raúl Jiménez last si since the injury, it's he hasn't been able to rekindle that form. There was little glimpses of it tonight, but. I think if you bring in a striker and spend money on him and you're going to be my starting man, that might just relieve the pressure off Real Jimenez if he's going to stay as well. And all of a sudden, he might have a little bit more time to find his form. But there need to be more quality players added to this squad. And if people have to move on, it happens in football. You get sentimental. But as soon as, as, soon as I know for a fact, as soon as you move on for a football club, it's forgotten about. And the new era starts and Wolves just need a spark. They need something which is really going to lift this football club. Because at the moment, finishing eight, amazing, it's great. But it feels like the next season, the league's going to be a lot, lot stronger. Man United, Tottenham, Arsenal, Leicester, all these teams will be better next year. Newcastle. And New Newcastle. And Wolves are going to have to invest or recruit really, really intelligently to make sure they don't get left behind that. Yeah, it'll be interesting what the, the, the thought they've done that with Silva. Paid 30-odd million pounds for him. What they're going to do with him? So, like, do you keep him here? Because at the end of the day, we're losing five-one, and somebody you've paid thirty-five million pound for can't even get off the bench. Yeah, him not coming on the last two games tells uh, yeah. tells tells, tells, tells a big story. Everything. It tells you that mm. they either don't think it, that he could perform on it or yeah. can't do it for them. It's and, the it's, and his frustration as well. Yeah. You, you looked when Luke Condal came on; he chucked his shin pads yeah. on the floor. He was ripping his tape off. He wasn't happy. Yeah, it's not. It's not a good situation for him to to not really be getting game time. And it's harsh, isn't it? Because I've always maintained with Fabio Silva, the, the price tag is what people judge him on, not necessarily the way he's grown and improved during his game. And clearly, he's educating well, he himself in how to play the though. role. No, that's, it's a fair point. You know, you're absolutely right. But the, I guess the point I'm making is that. Had he cost significantly cheaper, people would be saying what good progression he's making. But for the price tag that we paid for him, 
people want to see exactly. product. Exactly. End well, product. Well, they, they want to see the complete player as soon as he comes. It don't matter how old he is. Once he steps over that line, he's got to perform. So it don't matter how old you are playing. If you're playing in that first team or around that first team, you've got to perform and you've got to be able to do it consistently. And he don't, and let's say, I don't mind about the price tag. He's he's playing for Wolverhampton Wanderers. And the, and that, that's the thing that people think. So he's not scoring, not playing particularly well. Don't get me wrong, I think he's improved. Mm. But has he improved enough that it's going to be he's going to be your next number nine? I don't think he has. Um, in terms of tonight... The, the gamble before kickoff was the team selection of Johnny playing as one of the back three and Giacchino as a wing back. Hindsight is a wonderful thing in football and people will be having this discussion going round. They had Totti that they could have made a like-for-like change with Saiz, with Saiz being injured. With the benefit of hindsight, do you think he made the wrong call tonight? I think playing Giacchino wasn't the wrong call. I think maybe playing Johnny, that outside centre-half, I thought first 10, 15, 20 minutes he did well. He was on the ball, he was driving out of defence of it and it was allowing us to break a line of Man City's press and we were getting opportunities. But after that, he, w- he was poor, Johnny was. He gave the ball an o- away an awful lot and gifted Man City opportunities to, to really come at the back line. Um, but with Totti, I thought when he came in the team, he did well. He should probably deserved to get another opportunity tonight. But I think it was the right call to play Chiquinho. It's a shame we can't see him further forward. Maybe next year, I think. The, the yeah, don't chain, forget the, who we come up against, though, as well. Of course, yeah. Of course. And I, I, th- I think he did re- really, really well. Um, it's just going to be fascinating to see what Bruno Large does in the summer because there's murmurings within the within the crowd and things that they want to go for at the back. They haven't done that for years. They've tried it different yeah, opportunities. Yeah. It hasn't worked. But someone like Chiquinho playing on... The right wing is a different option. But tonight, he did very well at right wing back. Defensively as well, I thought he did okay. T- tonight may not be the night for this discussion, but we will have it, everybody, whether it's after Norwich, whether it's after to Liverpool. I, I, I always make the point about four at the back. I, I find it a slightly strange desire from some because we've seen three slash five at the back be perfectly attacking, be perfectly, you know, work in in those situations get points be be brilliant for counter-attack be brilliant in the championship for the attack we've seen top level teams play it from time to time and win titles win trophies it's a, it feels a strange thing i think there, there needs to be some element of, of we just watched the, uh, more attacking play at the back tonight well no i, I say i i just think i'd if you've got the players to play for at the yeah. back, yeah, that's the, absolutely that's the do it. And that's why I guess maybe the question I'm going to ask the two of you now, if you look at Norwich on Sunday, given the fact that Wolves are not necessarily completely out of the European picture, West Ham against Manchester City at the weekend, if, if Wolves win on, against Norwich and Manchester City beat West Ham, then you're back to within two points. Go to the final game. Wolves need, regardless of Europe, Wolves need a performance um, against Norwich. Last home game of the season, they need a big performance going into next year. If they go and lose against Norwich, who Norwich are giving away points for fun at the moment, that'll be, it'll be terrible for for the football clubs. They need they need a big performance, and if they apply themselves like they did tonight, they'll win that game, no doubt about it. Going back to the four at the back, the what I would like to see is you play three at the back. But you have, you have the ability and the personnel in the team to be able to switch it during a game. Whereas, like, today's a bit different because Man City, you can end up losing eight or nine. 
But in a game, if it's not quite working, you need a goal. Just one quick change and bam, you're 4 3 3, 4 4 2, whatever it is. I think that, that would be the way I'd go because you can't can't go away from the three at the back because defensively in this league you need to be signed and that is proven for this Wolves team but just having a switcher system I think will will help her massively so on Sunday do you trial a few things do you test out a few things do you pick a team that is specifically to play a different way for next season or I don't I don't think so they can't afford to lose on Sunday I say Arthur I think Wolves pl for their last home game against bottom of the league there's got to be some kind of performance and I think having a little trial and the test of players coming in I don't think they can afford to do that now you saw that the players the, the fans got behind the team tonight even with a 5-1 five, five result they won't accept it against Norwich if they lose against Norwich they want to see some kind of performance to finish off this uh, this league this year at home I don't think they'll try, trial anything on, on Sunday. I think they've got to win on Sunday. Uh, one, outside chance of Europe, as you said, but I think they've got to put a performance on for the home fans. Get your best players on the pitch, get exciting players on the pitch and really make it a, a, a good performance, good attacking, intense performance. That's what it needs to be. You can't. The Wolves players can't turn up here at the weekend hoping that it'll just happen they have to make it happen the fans won't be ready to go over them like they were tonight the fans are going to be here expecting a performance it's not going to be like Wednesday night Man City under the lights right we're going to give you everything as a fan it doesn't happen like for whatever reason Molly, it doesn't happen you play Burnley at home you play uh, Brighton at home those sorts of games you don't get the atmosphere from the start the players need to make it happen and that's going to be so important so I guess the one point then that we would maybe expect a midfielder to come out and an extra forward to go in to be that little bit more attacking. If it's not going to be a defender that comes out, you've got to sacrifice one of the three in midfield, haven't you? I think that so like we've, we've got to do something where we look like we're going to be the dominant team in the game. So like I, we drew nil-nil against Norwich away, uh, which were in a great game. I thought Norwich played well, to be fair. Uh, we were fortunate in that game, but... I just think that we've got to have that tempo right. We've got to have uh, the play right, the attacking way that we go at teams on the weekend. I just think that we've got to be looking that we're on the front foot all the time. Uh, I'm not saying we're going to be like Man City, but like you saw Man City tonight, on the front foot, on the half turn, wanting to go forward all the time. We need to be like that uh, um, on Sunday. And look, I don't know it takes, takes time and all that, but we've got a game here against Norwich, and I don't think the crowd will accept... Um, anything apart from a, a victory for Wolves but also as well but the performance from Wolves at the weekend I think we do Bruno back in the dugout as well I think that'll be he'll be able to kind of give his own energy into the playing team if he stood on the sideline he, he'll know it's a big game he'll know he'll feel that he wants to leave this crowd with some optimism for next year so hopefully he's he's fully recovered and, and back in that dugout Dave Edwards Andy Thompson thank you very much indeed for this on Wolves TV uh, for a disappointing night beaten by five goals to one but likely by the champions of the Premier League still some big important games to come but it looks like Manchester City will be the champions and probably deservedly so next up for the under 23s on Friday night a Premier League Cup final Black Country Derby at the Hawthorns against West Bromwich Albion's under 23s it's live on Wolves TV Congratulations to Wolves women who uh, won the County Cup by beating West Bromwich Albion tonight. 
by four goals to one. The under-23s are in action at Molyneux next Tuesday as well in the playoff semi-final against Norwich. That'll be live for you on Wolves TV as well.